How was your weekend? If, if you are an A-list celebrity, you may be recovering from your long night at the 92nd Academy Awards, so I hope you're resting easy after your Oscars after parties. Today, by the way, is Monday, February 10th, and if you're not an A-list celebrity, you may think this is just an ordinary Monday, but it's not. You now live in a world where Laura Dern has an Academy Award, and today is her birthday, and in my opinion... That makes it a better world already. Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course and this isn't a TED Talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. I didn't know much about the Oscars. I love movies, but mainly comic book movies. Ask me how many times I've watched Endgame in Infinity War. That number may be around the number of unread emails in Chris's inbox. If you don't know me very well, this should paint you a picture. My favorite foods are sold at gas stations, and I like lowbrow movies, the kind of movies that don't usually get nominated for prestigious awards. So I decided to educate myself about this award show that I usually watch just via Twitter for the fashion to see exactly what's going on here. And I learned a lot. The official title of the awards show is the Academy Awards, and the official name of the gold statuette is the Academy Award of Merit. Oscar is its nickname, and the Oscars are regarded as the highest awards bestowed upon those who make motion pictures. Oscars are awarded based on votes by the members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, a professional honorary organization that maintains a voting membership of over 8,000 people. That's why people always say, I'd like to thank the Academy when they give their acceptance speeches. We aren't exactly sure who all are members of the Academy because the whole list isn't kept public somewhere. But we do know that in 2012, it was reported that the Academy was 94% white, 77% male, 86% age 50 or older, and had a median age of 62 But since then, and with the awareness campaign of hashtag Oscars so white, they've made a concerted effort to better represent the demographics of modern film going audiences. As of 2019, the organization disclosed that now 32% of its members were female, up from 23% in 2012, and 16% were people of color, up from 6% in 2012. So it's getting better. But if you're wondering why female directors and movies like Hustlers and Knives Out get snubbed, these numbers could be somewhat of an explanation. The Academy has endeavored to do better, and I've linked an NPR article in the show notes that reveals the names of the 928 newly invited members, over half of whom are female and 38% are people of color. So that's who's deciding who gets the coveted Oscars, but I also learned some other interesting facts. The first Academy Award ceremony was held on May 16, 1929 in the Blossom Room of the Hollywood's Roosevelt Hotel, and the award ceremony only took 15 minutes. The nickname Oscar wasn't officially adopted for the statuette by the Academy until 1939. 
Legend has it that someone on staff offhandedly remarked that the award looked like her Uncle Oscar, and then the name stuck. The statuettes are made of gold-plated bronze on a black metal base. It's 13 and a half inches tall, weighs eight and a half pounds, and allegedly depicts a knight rendered in Art Deco style, holding a sword standing on a reel of film with five spokes. I've never seen one up close, but this is what people say. The five spokes represent the original branches of the Academy. Actors, writers, directors, producers, and technicians. Each gold-plated Oscar costs about $500 to make, and they're blank, so not to spoil who the winners are. A company makes nameplates for each of the nominees, and at an official after-party, the winners stand in line to get their nameplate put on their Oscar. But not all Oscars wear bronze and gold. Due to a metal shortage during World War II, Oscars were made of painted plaster for those three years. Following the war, the Academy invited recipients to redeem their plaster figures for gold-plated metal ones. Since 1950, the statues have been legally encumbered by the requirement that neither the winners nor their heirs may sell the statuettes without first offering to sell them back to the Academy for one U.S. dollar. Like, they have to sign a legal document agreeing to this. If a winner refuses to agree to this stipulation, then the Academy keeps the statuette. It hasn't happened so far, but in 1992, Harold Russell, a veteran of World War II who had prosthetic hooks as hands and only appeared in one motion picture, he needed money for his wife's medical expenses. In a controversial decision, he sold his 1946 Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for the movie The Best Years of Our Lives to someone who owned an autograph auction business. He sold it for $60,000, which would be about $110,000 today. Since he won it before 1950, he was not required to offer it to the Academy first. He's the only actor to have ever sold his Oscar. Russell defended his decision, saying, I don't know why anyone would be so critical. My wife's health is much more important than sentimental reasons. The movie will still be here, even if the Oscar isn't. He passed away in 2002, but I've linked a really great write-up about him from 2016 from the LA Times that tells a little bit more about how groundbreaking it was to feature an actual veteran and a real-life amputee as a major character in a Hollywood film in the 1940s. Harold Russell had one Academy Award, and he sold it, but Walt Disney's family has kept all of his. He won more Oscars than anyone else. He was nominated for 64 awards and won 26. No one has even come close to that many wins. Composer John Williams has been nominated 52 times, but he only, only has five. And he didn't win one last night for the score to Star Wars. And he says he's going to be retiring soon. So I don't think he'll get to catch Walt Disney's record. And bummer, if he's ever hard up for cash, he can't turn those five in for a quick buck. For today's Good Time, Good Deals section, one of my favorite stores, Madewell, is 30% off sale items right now, which, to be honest, is a deal they kind of do regularly, but select tops are marked down to 40% off too. And if you are a student or a teacher with a valid ID, you can actually always get 15% off in stores all the time, and that deal stacks with the sale deal. I'll be forthright here and tell you that I wear a lot of Madewell, but 90% of the time, I get it on Poshmark secondhand. 
I am in the market for some new Madewell jeans after I did an incredible hawk to my favorite Madewell high risers on the knee. So if I can't find them on clearance at Madewell for $50 or under, I cruise Poshmark to try to nab a pair for around $35. My jeans usually last me three to four years, wearing them multiple times a week in the fall and winter, so I think this price per wear is very, very reasonable. I would love to know where you guys get your denim. Can we chat about that on Instagram this week? Honestly, for me, jeans are such a pain to shop for, which is why I just keep buying different washes of the same style of Madewell jeans. I know that I'm a size 29, I know that I like the tall inseam, and I know that they'll last me a while. Shopping for swimsuits and jeans are my two least favorite things to shop for in the entire world. What about you? I don't have a sponsor to spotlight today. Instead, I want to take a moment to invite you to something. I would love for you to come to the Gospel Coalition for Women Conference happening in Indianapolis June 11th through the 13th. I'll be there helping to host a meetup for newbies and women who may be traveling alone. The Gospel Coalition for Women's Conference is a three-day gathering with women from around the world, and this year we're studying the book of James together and uniting in Christ-centered worship. Some of my favorite teachers will be there, like Tim Keller, Nancy Guthrie, and Jen Welkin, plus podcasters and authors like Hunter from Journey Women and Laura and Emily from Risen Motherhood and Ruth from Gracelist will be speaking and sharing too. If you're a believer and a woman, and if you're eager to dive deeper into biblical theology and to connect with others, get to Indianapolis in June for this incredible conference. It only happens every other year, and registration price increases next week. Visit thegospelcoalition.org TGCW20 to learn more. I've linked that link in the show notes, but it's thegospelcoalition.org slash TGCW20, and that stands for the Gospel Coalition Women 20. Are we connected on Instagram? This show has its own at today, by the way. And y'all, I asked you to share how many unread emails you have in your inbox, and I was blown away. This was not total emails in your inbox. This was just the unread ones. I asked in last Friday's episode if anyone could beat Chris's number of 18,414. My best friend surprised me with a screenshot showing me 19,462. Then, then a neighbor of mine blew that out of the water by showing me her 72,430. And I was certain that no one could top that. Allegedly, my father-in-law has over 120,000, but I didn't see any photographic evidence. But then, last night... And today, by the way, friend Samantha DM'd me and she trounced everyone with an incredible 120,715 unread emails in her Yahoo mail. That's 120715. <laughs> Yahoo indeed. What was funny to me is that a lot of you said that seeing those high numbers in the red notification box gives you so much anxiety, and several of you inquired how anyone could handle the mental load of that. My husband at 18,000 plus and my best friend Brooke at 19,000 plus, well, they both maintain that there's no mental load at all. They just don't care. <laughs> Why they don't simply abandon that email address and start over or click check all and then batch delete, I don't know, that's a mystery. I say burn it all down. Just start over. It feels good, I swear. 
I have 58 read emails in my inbox. That's 58 total emails, zero unread, 58 emails that need some attention. And I will spend today taking care of them. And then I will do a happy dance on TikTok once it's completely empty. It does bear repeating in this episode that unroll.me is a hugely helpful tool in decreasing digital clutter or simply setting up an email that's not on your phone that's specific for sales and sign-up alerts. Listen, I'm not offended at all if you get our weekly email this week, by the way, sent to your roll-up or your junk mail account. I do my level best to make it fun and valuable, but I am all for you simplifying your inbox. You do what you got to do, friend. And if you have 18,000, 19,000, 72,000, or 120,000 emails in your inbox, I mean, just start over. Just delete it and start over. All right, friend, that is it for today. We talked about the Oscars and how even if you win an Oscar and you die, your kids can't ever sell that Oscar for money. I shared how you can get made well on the cheap. I asked you to meet me at the Gospel Coalition for Women in Indianapolis in June, and we marveled at wild inboxes and challenged ourselves to get it down to zero this week before it gets out of hand. As a reminder, today, by the way, is available to play on your Alexa-enabled devices simply by saying, Alexa, play the latest episode of the podcast today, by the way. To celebrate, I am giving away an Amazon Echo Dot with clock. These are so useful and sold out until mid-March to one person drawn randomly who leaves a kind or funny or helpful review for today, by the way, on Apple Podcast or podchaser.com. So far, 115 people have taken the time to do this, which means... I've teared up at least 115 times from these thoughtful words. Thank you for doing that. The show is growing and I am so excited. There are links to the things we've chatted about in our show notes, which you can find at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And hey, you need to know something. Motherhood can be isolating and social media sometimes gets a bad rap, but on these days, these days that feel really, really long, sometimes it's nice to look at funny or pretty pictures, or to hear something lighthearted, or to read something that resonates and reminds you that you're not alone. I need to be reminded of this, and maybe today you do too. We are creating a community together. So many of you participate and laugh alongside me, and I hope you know that I am thankful for you. To most of us, yeah, it's an ordinary Monday, but today it's a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on. 